Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 89 of Two Piece Start Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. Yes, we do. Have you ever gone back and listened to our older podcast? Uh, no. I don't think I ever will. I'm like, oh, I want to I wanna hear what we were like two years ago. <laughs> and it was Weren't just... you, you were still going through puberty, I think, and I just graduated <laughs> high school. No. Yeah, it was crazy, because like the... I mean, we really didn't edit it much back then, and now it's, like, heavily edited. It's, like, MTV-style editing, almost, where it's just boom, boom, boom. I mean, just you talking about, like, oh, I have so much free time in the evening, I'll play this game for a long time, yeah, or whatever. Right. It's, like, yeah. things are just so much different now. It's, <laughs> it's wild. Well, do you want to take a couple calls? Yeah, let's do it. All right, looks like we have Red Vinny on the line. Red Vinny, welcome to 2B Start Live. Thanks, guys. It's a pleasure to have. It's a pleasure to be on there. Sorry. It's a pleasure to have us. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, anytime. Sorry, I'm new to Skype, so it's kind of confusing. It's okay. We're new to the English language, so we have some difficulties ourselves. Uh, well, hey, Red Penny, uh, do you have a question for us? Uh, yeah. Have either of you guys ever played Fantasy Star Online for the Dreamcast or GameCube? Oh my gosh. Um, yes and yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just gonna say. Let me let let Ray take that one. <laughs> I think I logged 200 hours on the GameCube one and on the Dreamcast one originally. Fantasy Star Online left a huge impression on me uh, because it was the first game of its kind. Like, I think everyone has their first kind of MMORPG game that they play, and it blows their mind because it's just a crazy new experience they've never had with gaming before. And I remember getting to level 100, which was the highest level that you can be. And it, like it's like, level up! And, like, level 100, my stats boosted slightly, and, uh... Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a fun game, but that's why I can never get into, like, World of Warcraft or anything remotely similar, because I'm like, I know there's no ending. Like, I know even if I reach the top, I will not be happy or satisfied. I'll be actually quite depressed, and I'll give up, so... Yeah, RPG, uh, uh, MMORPGs don't hold my interest for very long, so it's a surprise, but... Especially considering that game only had four levels. All right, guys. Well, it was nice to ha- it was nice to uh, be on the show. Yeah, we we look forward to being on your show again sometime. I mean, <laughs> on our show. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, take care. Thanks for the call. No problem, guys. Well, looks like we have one more caller on the line. This is Anon, or I'm sorry, Anon. I do this every time. Anon, how are you doing? I'm good, and you? Doing well. So yeah, hey, welcome to the show. Tim's very quiet. Just listening here. Hey, Anon, where are you from? Uh, New York. New York. Oh, cool. All right, cool. Very cool. Well, do you have a question for us? Sure. Um, any of you guys read Scott Pilgrim? Scott Pilgrim. No, I can't mm. say that I do. No, I don't think so. Let me look this up. One of my friends is a big fan and told me there's a movie coming out. Said I should uh, read the comics. It's supposed to be a very video game related comic and uh, about this Canadian guy who falls in love with a girl but has to fight her seven ex-boyfriends to uh, <laughs> into a relationship or something. Huh. Oh, that sounds very interesting. Yeah, I'm looking at the site here, and the, I see a quote here from Joss Whedon. That he says, I need more Scott Pilgrim, and I need it now. If he approves, then I would say it's probably pretty good. Sweet. Thanks for uh, your opinions on it. Oh, yeah, here's my opinion. Uh, I don't know anything, and I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to maybe checking it out. Dang. Well, cool. Hey, thanks for being on the show. Okay, thank you guys. Bye-bye. Well, that will do it for calls for today. We have some nice fans. Yes, we do. 
Very wonderful people. I'm just waiting for a fan to, to call and just start cussing us out or something. Oh, you know? dude, I'm ready for it. <laughs> you have no idea. I would probably just laugh. I could... I would... I would, <laughs> I would find such life. enjoyment out of it. I'm like... I'll be like, you know what? We've made it, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how we know we've made it. Somebody when hates someone, us. Yes. When someone hates us so much, they will go out of their way to rail on us on air on our own show. That's that's the epitome <laughs> of right course, there. Of course, the truth is it's not really on air, and, and we can edit it out. But. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, buddy. We, this isn't making it into the show. <laughs> we No, see, maybe if someone calls the uh, negative feedback, I'll just edit their words like I did your uh, commercial <laughs> and make them say something totally different. Make them say something racist? Yeah, good job. <laughs> well, what do you say we get to our topic of the week? Let's do it. Have you bought Wii Emotion Plus Wii Sports Resort? No, I, I, uh, I was going to, okay? So but then you had a daughter. You, well, essentially, yes. I, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like a... Uh, I have to get a deal on things, okay? So I don't really buy things <laughs> full price. We work completely differently on money. Do you realize this? Yeah, you, that, yes, we do. <laughs> like Very it's, much. I couldn't think of anyone more opposite to me. Yet, like, we're both financially sound, Which I is Which is almost shocking to me that we can be different and you're financially sound because yeah, yes. I've had friends in the past that were opposite of me and they were disasters with finances, you know, like, oh, yes. I can get into a million dollars of debt, right? That, that's not a big deal, right? It's not, yeah, I'll get a bailout. It's no problem. Yeah, you got a good head on your shoulders, so. Well, thank you. Yeah, so uh, good credit, ladies, if you want now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, like, like, I mean, I picked it up and I wasn't really sure what I was getting. I mean, like you said, you it's like, well, I don't really know all the sports that are in it. And I was pleasantly surprised. That I would say the thing that I like the most about it is it's just really funny. Like, it's mm. just very, it's very comical. The little, there's just a, enough little treats throughout that you're like, this is really entertaining to me. Like, it's, I'm just getting a kick out of this. Now, are there any st- real standouts or real losers in the bunch? I mean, it really depends on who you're talking to, because some people are like, oh, sword players. Sword play is the, is the bomb. Like, nothing beats that. But I kind of disagree. Hmm. I mean, the thing is, like, sword play is cool, but there's... The thing I like more about sword play is, like, the extra modes for it. There's, like, a speed slice. They throw objects in front of you, and hmm. you see who can slice it faster in the direction that it shows. Hmm. Um, there's a mode where, like... There's just a big line of enemies. It's one player, and you just walk around like beating on people the whole time. Like you just, <laughs> like <laughs> you basically have a wave of like 50 enemies, and you go through and slash them all. And the music is really hilarious in that mode. So like that's not really advertised in the game. You know, you don't you don't hear about that. You just hear about one-on-one action. So each each sport has what three modes or something? Three. Yeah, three. yeah. So yeah, they kind. Of, I wouldn't say each one, but frisbee dog. There's also frisbee golf, so you can play like a golf course, but oh, that's like cool. frisbee golf. I would say one of my favorites is probably archery. I really enjoy archery a lot. Huh. Well, that's, uh, yeah, see, I was going to get it on Sunday because there was a special deal at Toys R Us <laughs> where if you bought it between the hours of 10 and 2, <laughs> you could get a, a $20 gift card. I'm like, well, that's perfect. I'd get a second Wii Motion Plus adapter for free, basically. And we got pictures done for Lily, which were really, they turned out really nice. So we were at a special place. And... You know, we're going through all the pictures, and I'm just looking at the, my watch the whole time, like, we're never going to make it, we're never going to make it, we're never going to make I it. I love how, like, you will one day look back at this memory of, like, oh, our first pictures with our ba- our first baby girl, and be like, god dang it, I want Wii Sports Resort Wii Sports so Resort. bad, Dark took forever. 
Yeah, so, uh, well, I'll, I'll pick it up eventually. Maybe if yeah. if life slows down a little bit at some point. But For me, the one thing that's sorely lacking from Wii Sports Resort is a high score page. Ugh. They, Nintendo's There's no, got something like, against for, high scores like, or something. I don't know what it, like, for every single game, you can earn points. You know, it's like, oh, now you moved up. You're this much closer to pro. Uh, little stamps based on certain things that you do. They're like achievements. Mm-hmm. But there's no place to just go and look at them. You just can't go and look yeah. at them. You have to, like, start a game, and then your character will have, like, a little icon showing how many badges you've earned so far. I guess far. Uh, Mario Galaxy did that, right? You could see how many start, yeah, exactly. you know, how yep. many coins yeah. you got on each level. Something like that. I mean, just a simple spreadsheet, practically, is all you need, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but I will say one of my favorite things about Wii Sports, it just doesn't get much better, is... There's this video at the beginning of the game that you have to watch for three mm, minutes. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. Um, <laughs> which will take us to comic talk. This much we had... I'm sorry. This week we had too much information. Can we go over this real quick? Because there seems to be a debate in our comments about Whether this or not whole shenanigan. worth it or not. Yeah, if you're like, oh, come on. Like, it's just a video. What's the big deal? Here's, here's where I'm at, okay? A, you already have a manual that comes with this attachment. Like, like... There's many pages, many pictures, it explains all of this to you in the manual, but yet when you turn on that game, you have to watch the three-minute video about it. And this wouldn't be a problem for me if it was, like, safety information, Mm. you know? If this was, like, the first time we had to use wrist straps or something, I could understand. It's like, we want to get all the safety features out of the way. But this is literally just, here's how you plug it in, here's how you unplug it. Mm -hmm. Really? Like, I, I don't understand why that's so necessary to show me in a video that's that slow and that boring most of us know how to know where that little connector thing is on the bottom of the Wii remote because we've used a nunchuck before right right and it doesn't look like that thing plugs in anywhere else uh, you know if right. we're buying yeah yeah and the fact that there's a manual so if you really needed help that's where you go you don't think if if i am holding the box in my hand i don't think I don't know what to do with this. I better turn on the game and hope that there's an intro video that explains the whole thing, you know? And I, just the fact I that look it's at like, the manual. Here's, here's how to connect it, and then it, like, fades out. And I'm like, okay, that, that wasn't too long. And, like, fades back in. <laughs> how to disconnect the Wii Motion Plus. I'm like, really? Like, it was like it, like, teased us. I mean, it was, it faded out for so long, and it was, like, blank <laughs> screen for long enough. You're like, oh, okay, that's it. I, I'm excited. And I was like, disconnecting. And, like, it just kept going. Like, we, we were just, oh, yeah. It's just a bad choice. And so doing the comic was pretty difficult, I would say. Um, Yeah, there was a little dilemma in figuring out, do we want to stick with just things that would make this video, like things that Nintendo would throw in there that would just make it super long, Mm -hmm. or ridiculous explanations of how to use the technology. So so I had an idea in there of like using crochet hooks to put the strap through the new weed jacket and all that stuff, which... Could could have been funny, but it wasn't in the theme of these are just things that extend the video for right. no good reason. So I, I, I like the way it turned out. We stuck with the one theme. Um, if we, I'd say if we did want to use that intermission as a middle panel, that maybe we could have mixed both in there and just ended with the strongest ones. Mm-hmm. But um, that we kind of both came to the conclusion that, that the intermission panel was really the funniest part of it for us. Yeah, so that was a good way to end it, you know. Well, for every great comment comes great comments. This week's suggestion box was no different. No, it wasn't. Um, Dr. Oswald piped in. Um, somebody had said, 
you know, if if Nintendo came out with an Everybody Jumps Off a Bridge channel, would you download that? And right. uh, <laughs> Dr. Oswald decided to uh, answer that. He says, yes, I imagine that Everyone Jumps Off a Bridge channel would be something like Lemmings, except instead of Lemmings, you have Everyone's Me. That's a game I would pay for. Of course, <laughs> I've completely ignored the original intent of your comment, but as soon as I read Everyone Jumps Off a Bridge channel, I had this wonderful vision of Lemmings meets Me's. And that, just that picture to me is really funny. Of <laughs> downloading it, it, it really is almost comic worthy, you know. <laughs> it, it, I, we need to do some like bonus comic sometime where you just go into the me channel and you click the bridge, <laughs> the bridge, <laughs> the bridge icon, and all of your me's in your whole channel start jumping off the bridge. They should have like a human sacrifice in the me channel, you know. <laughs> it would be a, it would be a follow up to uh, when your consoles are off comic. Exactly, are it really would. <laughs> Oh, by the way, that reminds me. Let me pull this up real quick. Have you been to our Wikipedia page lately? No, I haven't. And someone made it. Like, I just wanted to see if there were any changes made. And there was only one made, I think. It's hard to say, but <laughs> this is hilarious. It says, um, Tim also has a me version of himself named Timmy, which appears from time to time. And then this is the edit. A me version of Ray named Raimi has appeared in more recent <laughs> comics, although Raimi has been executed worse. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, like, wow, someone went out of their way just to rail on Raimi, which I don't even know that's his name, but... Uh, yeah, I guess I thought it, it was Do Raimi. Do Raimi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't checked out in a while. In fact, I did mean to come and update it with our latest uh, win. We actually won this week's uh, joystick poll. That's right, yeah. So thank you, anyone who voted for our Lost comic. That was great. And speaking of uh, other people on other sites who loved our comic, my comment goes to Kirby Lowell from, Ga from Go Nintendo, who said, Yes, we get it. A forced three-minute intro was not a smart idea, but this comic was even more of a waste of time. At least the Motion Plus video was informative. This was just usual webcomic level humor crap. <laughs> Here's why I love this comment. Did it take you more than three minutes to read our comic? <laughs> because if it didn't, then it was not a more waste of a time. Was like there's no. <laughs> well, he's probably less... a really slow reader, Ray. Right? No, no. Three minutes? He's probably really <laughs> slow, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I loved what I loved about that comment was finally on Go Nintendo. I mean, we always get a comment like that, except for the lost comic, which was kind of interesting. Yes. But finally, somebody stepped up and told him off. You know. Yeah. Someone came I was in like, and railed okay, on him so for a little Ray, bit. Okay, so Ray, I guess your username on Go Nintendo is this because you finally decided to <laughs> step in and tell him off. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? <laughs> hey, Ray, hold on one second. I gotta deal with something. Hold on. Now it's time for a segment we like to call Tim checks on the baby. <laughs> How was the baby? Baby's fine. The cat it was trying to scratch up her books or something. So. All right. Well, let's do a little um, bit of Ricky Ricky remix. For this segment, I mentioned a video game remix favorite. Who made it and where you can download it. This week, it's a remix from Sonic Riders. It's Catch Me If You Can Rock and Beats mix. Take a listen to a short sample. There's no turning back.
find this for yourself, just head back to the page you grabbed this episode of 2B Start Live from, or the link is right there for those of you listening to our M4A version of the show. And that will pull us right into Rise from Your Grave. Rise from Your Grave. Many 2P Start fans tend to lurk behind the darkness, hiding their faces by continually reading our comics but never daring to leave a single comment. How dare they? So when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Well, our first Grave Riser goes to Beaver Boy, who said... (laughs) (laughs) That's just funny. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for yet another great comic, guys. Also, my grave has been risen. Been reading since number 53. First hearing it from Go Nintendo. I enjoyed the comics and showed it off to my friends who all loved it. Thanks for the 129 wonderful comics so far. Let's hope that the death of Tubi Start never arrives. Thank you, Beaver Boy. Thank you, Beaver Boy. I was afraid that uh, when he mentioned Go Nintendo, he was gonna rail on us or something. But I think we, we've we've earned some love over there. I think we're. I it, yeah. It, it took I, 128 I, comics, but uh, <laughs> we're finally over there. All right. Well, our next grave riser is Legend of Me. Rising from my grave. Hi, guys. Another great podcast. I regularly listen to your podcasts and subscribe to your comics, and I have to say, great job. Well, now it's time for the most dreaded segment of the show. It's the saddening Black Doom Award. Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst, <laughs> in honor of the most atrocious character Sonic Team has ever created. Black Doom. A fan got Sonic CD running on the iPhone with emulation better than Sega could do with their own Genesis games. Sad. So he got a Sega CD game running better than they can get Genesis games running, which is just insane. Well, and here's the reason it's insane. He doesn't have the source code for Sonic CD. He had right. to take the, the graphics from the game and plant them into his engine, that he, this retro engine that he made. And then he had to duplicate the physics of the game by kind of going frame by frame on, on how Sonic reacts when he jumps, how high he jumps, how far he falls back when he gets hit, where the rings go, all that stuff. He did all of that basically just looking at what the game was and doing it. It's like an identical recreation. And it runs beautifully. It's sad. It's just a sad day. And he said it took him like a week. <laughs> One person to build an engine and, and, and make a level of Sonic CD work uh. perfectly. And what well, he presented it to uh, Sega, right? They just didn't they didn't get back to him, basically. Yeah, they, they uh, apparently they posted on Twitter indicating the company had been sufficiently aware of the demo, with the PR rep promising to, quote, bring it up at our brainstorming meeting. Whatever. <laughs> You're like fired. You know, they ought to take the games that they've already released, throw them away, and have him do redo yeah, them. Just hire him. Yeah. <laughs> redo the games they've released and just make them updates. Pretend it's just an update to the game that you wasted five dollars on, and it'll be worthwhile. Uh. And my other Black Doom award goes to, I'll say Lars Backen, uh, who. He was asked by The Guardian about additions to Halo 3 ODST that's going to be released. Oh. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he was trying to say about the things that were changed. So he said, quote, 
Obviously, the things that have been brought over would be the weapons, the enemy types, those kinds of things haven't changed. Everything else is completely new. Your character's health model, the fact that he doesn't have a motion tracker, he can't dual wield, he takes damage when he falls off high surfaces, his health doesn't regenerate. All those things are not in Halo 3. That's very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way oh, to man, I so want to play that now. I just, I can't <laughs> wait. I can't Yo. wait to have to be totally crippled and not be able to do anything that I used to do. I mean, that's sort of the point of the game, right? I mean, you're not Master Chief, you're just like a every, regular guy. All the enemies and weapons, they're all the same, but all the ways you play it, oh, they're terrible. They're, they're totally different <laughs> now. It's awesome. Thanks, buddy. Oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to advertise the game. <laughs> yeah. Halo 3, but it sucks. <laughs> so my Black Doom Award is going to go to Sega. But more specifically, Sega of America's VP of Marketing, Sean Ratcliffe. And I don't know if you read this article, but... I on, think I... Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. You know, it's people like this that make Sega an awful company. And <laughs> way past its prime. I mean, this is why they're not making hardware anymore. This is why Sonic is horrible. They asked, Basically, IndustryGamers.com asked him about Sonic... You know, Sonic Unleashed came out, had a Metacritic score of like 54 to 66, depending on what console. And the fact that it had the highest score in Wii, we're not going to get into that again, but that's... Don't even get me started, honestly. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Someone, someone brought that up to me the other day, and I'm just like, you know what, dude? <laughs> don't. Just oh don't my gosh, go there. this is like the biggest massacre <laughs> in reviews I've ever seen. So, so anyhow, uh, they asked this guy, Ratcliffe, about the you know, quality issues in Sonic, and so here's his response. He says, the quality is something that will be fixed over time. It's, so he admits that it's broken, and it'll be fixed over time. It's not something where you wake up one morning and say, you know what, we're going to improve our quality on this franchise, and it <laughs> magically happens. Okay, stop right there. <laughs> it's not something you wake up one after morning... After a comment like that, you will not wake up in a morning anymore, okay? We will, we will hunt you down. It, no, it doesn't. you don't wake up one morning and it's fixed, but you can wake up one morning and say, you know what, we're going to improve our quality. Yes. He, he's basically saying, you can't just say you're going to improve your quality and then actually do it. <laughs> it's not magic, no, but you, you make a point to, to improve the quality. That's... And to improve it from a 54 Metacritic rating shouldn't really take that much time, right? Just like literally, if they took me and just transplanted me over at Sega of America, and they're like, "All right, Ray, you're in charge of making a brand new Sonic game and making it work," I would have that opinion of, "Okay, guys, we're gonna do everything way different. We're gonna start with a better game. Like, like we're gonna make this the best Sonic game ever." And that would be the day one. I woke up in the morning and magic things happened, and we're gonna get off the ground running on good notes. You know? Yeah. Like. This idea that, like, oh, it's going to be this thing that takes time. It's like... It's so hard. Yeah, it's going to take time if you make another uh, Sonic storybook, storybook series game, okay? If that's in your plan, yeah, you're right. It is going to take a long time because you're not focusing on what's going to make the Sonic good a good game anymore. Well, and basically what he's admitting to is he's like, look, guys, we've already got other Sonic games in the pipe, and... We're not going to fix those, so maybe yeah. the next one we start on that you'll see in three years, maybe that one will be high quality. But in the right. meantime, we got to make money. So Yes. I mean, he, he goes on here, he says, a lot of hard work goes into striving for quality. No, a lot of hard work goes into achieving quality, buddy, not striving for quality. Yes. You know, and th that, that attitude is just, you know, he goes... 
Oh, Sonic Unleashed was very well received by the kids. There was some talk about the Werehog aspect, the slower pacing, and more combat-oriented gameplay, but when we go out and test this stuff and sit down with consumers, kids actually like that. I think older, die-hard Sega fans who grew up on the franchise... Get out of here. You know... Seriously. Here, you know, actually, just recently on Go Nintendo, uh, Rami Cowboy posted a story about, does Sonic really need to be fixed? Uh, he, was, he was linking to an article from BlueGamer.net, and one of the commenters said, Sonic World Adventure, which is Sonic Unleashed, was spectacular on a Sonic game scale, and a very good on an ordinary game scale. <laughs> Wow. I mean, the biggest flaw I can think of is that the Werehog battle music should have changed with every zone and didn't, which got annoying. <sighs> That's the biggest problem is the music That's didn't the change? That's the biggest problem, yeah, exactly. Wow. And then, and then other people are like, dude, you're the reason. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Well, and the fact that he can say, for a Sonic game, it was awesome, because the yeah, bar has been a, set so but low. On a, for, but on a regular game scale, okay. it was very it's pretty good. good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, man. Like, you are missing it, man. Come on. Like, get in there, get your hands dirty, and fix the series. Well, and, and did you see the Monkey Ball video that was released recently? Yes. That just pissed me off, because it's like... Really? Yeah, because it's like, that was a very nice video. They did a good job on it, and they, yeah, that's, that's, right. that's as much effort as there's going to go into that game. That's right. Because the they always release the high-quality CG trailer the little without CG any intro. gameplay. It was funny. It was interesting. It made you excited about the, what the game was going to be like. And then the game's just going to be a lazy, like, oh, here's a bunch of levels and just tilt around with your feet, you know? Well, I'm, it's waiting to be seen, but yeah, I wouldn't put it past Sega to screw that one up as well. All right, finally we'd like to wrap up with Musical Misfits. Some great video game songs have been unintentionally ignored over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who are still interested. Our listeners get to trade off every other week with my suggestions, so this week's song was submitted by the Gastronomic Gamer. It's Humming the Baseline from Jet Grind Radio on the Dreamcast. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We'll see you next week.
Let me set my mood message. What's up with mood messages, by the way? Like, how do I not make them give me a notification? Are you talking about iChat or something, or what? I'm talking about Skype. On Skype? Yes. There's it's moods? Like, yeah, I'll get a red uh, little one on the dock icon. I'm like, oh, I have a new message, and I look, and it's like, where the little time stamp, the little clock icon is, mm -hmm. it'll be like a red notification. I'll click on it. It's like mood messages. I'm like, okay. And I'll click on mood messages and it shows someone's new update. Like, ah, it's sucking my brain or whatever. I'm like, okay, thanks. I don't need to see that. I'm like, I'm like, I, don't, I don't need to go through that many hoops just to get to it. Okay. Mm. Like, I don't need to click on the time, then click on mood messages, then click on it. Like, jeez. Tell me something, Ray. How come in iChat you can't combine buddy lists? What's that all about? What do you mean combine buddy? Wait, hold on a second. It just showed me my own mood message. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent a mood message. And it's like Ray, one new notification. You are angry. What? <laughs> it, it can tell by the tone of your voice what your mood is. <laughs> Take that crap off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All the way back. <laughs> well, I pulled up that. Well, I want. I kept forgetting to mention this, which was, you remember, one of the callers that we had asked me to give him some advice on uh, podcasting, mm -hmm, correct? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, lots of people have problems with their microphones, and they laugh about how much right. their mics suck. And then, what was it? Ten seconds later, my mic went bad, and we had a hilarious thing happen. And then we all laughed about how bad my microphone is. How ironic oh, yeah. was that, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, that was ridiculous. <laughs> uh.